Good morning. <clears throat> I hope everybody's doing well this morning, and I uh, hope trust you all have slept well. And uh, glad we can come together once again on another fabulous day today, and we can come together and worship and uh, hear God's good word. And uh, hopefully, this will can be used to uh, inspire, to equip, to edify, and most importantly, to glorify the Lord. And uh, that's what this is about, is to uh, encourage you on your day-to-day -day journey uh, as we uh, try to make our way through this thing called life. <laughs> and uh, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get down. It's easy to feel like you're the only one going through certain situations and uh, realize, good morning, Miss Kimberly, and realize you are not alone in your journey. That's why we see that stone sharpens stone, and we are to elevate and build each other up. And um, and that's what I, my goal uh, each morning is to encourage you. You know, uh, it's so easy to feel like, well, I, maybe I'm the only one that uh, uh, gets depressed or down or sad or angry or have road rage and you know whatever it may be. And trust me, friends, you are not alone. You know, that's one great thing about coming together uh, in church. Uh, that's why we're not to forsake our assembling of ourselves together, but is that... Um, and we could be with like-minded believers who have went through or maybe going through the same struggles you are or have been through those struggles, and they can relate to you on how God brought them through to the other side. And uh, so don't ever feel like you're alone. And don't ever feel like, well, I don't measure up and wish I was as good a Christian as uh, this person or that person. And we don't need to make uh, spiritual comparisons. It's easy to do. And there's uh, there's people I, uh, out there that, boy, I think, man, I wish I could be more like them. They're easygoing. Nothing seems to bother them. Uh, I wish I could uh, um, deal with life as they do. And, uh, you know, so it's easy to, to have that kind of uh, attitude. Let's just concentrate on our walk, just like uh, uh, my mama used to say growing up, is uh, don't worry about nobody but yourself. <laughs> and, uh, and, and spiritually speaking, we need to just concern ourselves with our own walk. Don't worry about anybody else's, but with our own walk uh, with the Lord. And, uh, and But as far as uh, what God wants us to do, yes, we do need to care about others and, and to reach out and, and uh, try to help those along. You know, it is... Uh, you all often see um, uh, a lot of military movies, and it happened in reality too. The men that are been shot or down, and and uh, of course the the saying is no no man left behind, and uh, you run back and help those who are injured and help them to get to safety. As Christians, spiritually speaking, uh, that's what we need to do. We see one of uh, our Christian brother or sister down, we need to run back and help them and uh, get them in the right direction and get them back to the Lord and uh, to renew their strength. So that's why we can mount up with wings as eagles. Well, uh, I hope that everybody is ready because now we're going to do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. So let me uh, get this up here so those on the website can... Uh, follow along. Hold on just one quick second. There we go. All right. If you don't, I uh, urge uh, you to take off your hats, to stand, and to place your hand over your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Uh, 
I think it is imperative now more than ever to always express under God, one nation under God. I think it's clearly evident those who wish to uh, remove uh, that aspect of the pledge. And it uh, doesn't matter if it, wouldn't, it wasn't even incorporated until uh, the 50s. Uh, it uh, is still a part of our pledge. And uh, uh, I will say it proudly. And, uh, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I joined the Air Force a long time ago. is because I love this country and I wanted to do my part. Sadly, I wasn't able to serve like I wanted to due to uh, physical injury, but I still took that oath to uh, protect this country, uh, both foreign and domestic, and I'll do whatever it takes to, uh, uh, to ensure that my children and uh, future generations can enjoy the same freedoms that we have. And it's so sad that there are those from within who would like to take that away, and I will not understand that. I will never understand this anti-capitalist attitude, this push for socialism, this uh, push for communism, and I just, uh, I don't know, I don't get it. I really, I just, I don't understand why you would want less freedom. I just, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. But anyway, um, a verse this morning of focus is John chapter 12, verse 35. So if you have your Bibles handy, uh, tablets, phones, whatever it is you use, and if you're in a position where you can't get to those at the right present moment, I'll bring those up, uh, this, the verses up so you can read along. Uh, John 12, 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whether he goeth. All right, and as me old Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, to correlate uh, with this passage, uh, there is um, uh, a couple others I would like to read here that goes along with that. Um, let's see here. I think it's Matthew. Um, let's see here. Let me double check here. Um, hold on here. Well, where'd it go? I had a, another verse I wanted to go with that. I thought it was Matthew 7. Uh, huh. I can't... Uh, my mind has went blank on me. I could have swore it was Matthew 7. But I can't remember now which... Uh, the verse. It was talking about... Uh, it, went, it went along with this passage that we're reading here uh, about the light. And... Uh, my mind has went blank on me. But anyway, well, let's go ahead and look at Ephesians 5, 8. That was another one that I know for sure. I've got the right verse on that. Uh, for ye were sometimes in darkness, but now ye are light, and the Lord walk as children of light. I'm sorry about the other verse. I uh, don't know why I uh, drew a blank there. It's still early. But the point is, um, we as Christians are light of the world. We I've, I've said this many times, and uh, whether it's in teaching, preaching, or our morning devotions, that we are light of the world. We are uh, what is known as sanctified. When you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, and uh, sanctified, saint, holiness, set apart, a separation, and uh, that is what we are. We have been set apart uh, from the things of the world, and it is important that we demonstrate that in thought, word, deed, and action. Uh, it's so easy to give lip service. Um, you know, to say you're a Christian in name only, uh, to only attend church on Sunday mornings, and uh, and if that, uh, not to not to throw guilt on on anyone uh, by no stretch of imagination, 
but it's so very easy each and every Sunday morning to say, well, we'll uh, watch online or, or we'll uh, uh, watch later. We got family plans today or we got travel ball. We got, the, you know, it's easy to have uh, that mentality. And of course, now this virus thing, uh, it, it uh, is, can be a double-edged sword. You know, the reason why I say that uh, is there are those like myself, you know, where I have a lot of upper respiratory problems. It's not uncommon for me to have pneumonia at least two, three, four times a year. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I, I keep a lot of I have asthma, and it just exasperates that. And uh, so it's it's a real concern. So there's a lot of people that, hey, you know, uh, I just don't want to get out. I want to stay home. That's understandable. That's completely understandable. But there are those who have uh, gotten grown used to just watching service online at home and no longer and have really uh, grown a little lazy <laughs> and so they decided to stay home. And uh, so that's why I say it's kind of a double-edged situation. Uh, you say, well, it's because of the virus. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and uh, but you have no problem going to Walmart, Lowe's, and uh, anywhere else you want to go. But, um, you know, of course, I'm being a little facetious this morning, but it's just that... Um, we get, need to understand that we have been set apart and that we are not of the world. We are in, in the world, but we're not of the world. We are set apart. And that's why we are, that's why we can say as Christians, we are sanctified. I mean, you look at that Greek root word, that's what we're looking at here is that separation. And, uh, it's sad to see so many Christians who have compromised with the world, who has compromised with sin. Uh, who don't see a problem with alternative lifestyles, who believe in theistic evolution, who uh, uh, justify sin, uh, can look the other way in extramarital affairs or make excuses for pornography or whatever the case may be. You know, and as I was talking about last night, there's nobody perfect. Right? No, there's none righteous, no, not one. Not a one person is perfect in this world. But one, that was Jesus Christ. And, um, and so it's easy to have the attitude uh, when you mess up to blow it off and say, well, I'm not perfect, God knows. Uh, or uh, uh, or say, uh, uh, well, it's not as bad as this other person, what they're doing. You know, it's kind of easy to, to, to justify uh, your wrongdoings. But remember, as I was talking about last night, I don't, I don't want to sit here and sound like a broken record or rehash what was spoken in, in last night's teaching. But here's the thing. It's just you, uh, we have to take sin seriously. Remember, that, that's why God's judgment is coming, and that's why he demanded justice, and that's why Jesus Christ had to give his very life to save us from a very real and eternal hell. Sin is serious, and I don't think a lot of people realize that or comprehend that, and uh, Siri, I'm not talking to you this morning. All right, <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of people don't uh, take that seriously and uh, are not... Um, uh, trying to avoid those pitfalls and snares. We're not trying hard enough to avoid sinful thoughts and attitudes and actions. Remember, we have been sanctified. We have been set apart. We are different from those in the world. And it's so sad to see that there are so many Christians you cannot tell. There is no distinction between Christians and those in the world. That is not good, people. We need to have a clear distinction. Now, I'm not, uh, not a, 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 trying to get you into a, a legalistic form of thinking. That, uh, well, I have to have the, the white wall haircut for men and uh, 
wear the uh, polyester suit, carrying the family Bible and talking like this. Hallelujah. God bless you, brother. You know, you know I, I ran, you know, as a passion preacher's kid, going to my dad speaking different places. I ran into these people. I mean, I, you know, they're full of it. You know, that's why you've heard my dad say he, he, he don't really care for a lot of pastors. And, and uh, I'm kind of like it. And I'm like that as well. I mean, there's a lot of good men out there. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good, good, good godly men out there, but there are a few that, uh, man, I keep standing me around. I was like, they got that kind of attitude. You know, they're like, look at me. Look how holy I am. Even my toiletries are specially uh, anointed, you know, kind of attitude. You're like, man, come off it, you know. Just just be real. Be yourself. That's what uh, appalls people and, and pushes people away from Christianity is those kind of sanctimonious attitudes and, and, and the, the legalism that man has put on. That You know, I, I went to Tri-City Christian when I was a kid. And I, I'm not knocking the school. I think it's a, a good place. Uh, I think that there's... Um, Good, well-intentioned people there, and uh, but they're you know they have their rules, and uh, if you're going to go to somewhere like that, you've got to abide by the rules. Now, I, I personally am not a fan of have. Uh, in fact, I used to get slips sent home with me all the time because they say I need to get a haircut, and uh, and uh, mom and dad uh, had to take me to the barber and get get uh, clipped. But, uh, uh, but men, boy, uh, uh, the boys there had to wear shirts with a collar. Girls had to wear dresses and that kind of thing. Which you know, in, in order to have discipline, I mean, to me, that's no different than a school that uh, says you have to wear a uniform. You know, that, that's that's their rules. But there are churches out there uh, who push that same kind of um, uh, legalistic uh, decree, if you will, that uh, that's the way men and women are supposed to be. That that's man's rules, all right. That's what man has installed. Uh, nowhere in God's word does it say that we, that a woman has to wear a dress or uh, or in order to be saved, or a man has to have to keep his hair short in order to be saved. You don't you don't see that in God's word. All thing God's word is telling us is to come to Him. All right, just come to Him just as you are. Come to Him with all the flaws, all the problems, all the things, and guess what? God will change you. He will uh, renew you. He will make you a new person in Christ Jesus. As I've told you before, God don't expect you up here. He just wants you just as you are. And it doesn't matter how you dress or how you look. God looks on the heart. He don't care about this outward appearance. Thank God. Look at me. You know, so praise God that he doesn't look on the outward appearance. God looks on the heart. He don't care about your tattoos. He don't care about the length of your hair. He don't care if women wear pants. You know, it's it's just, you don't get to heaven and say, you know what, you can, you said the prayer of salvation, but you uh, uh, you let your hair grow past your ears. <laughs> Have fun and you know, come on. I mean, that's just people's insanity, um, and, and so we know that ain't true. And once you made that profession of faith, you know, it's so sad that that uh, Armenian view that uh, there are people out there who live in constant fear they're going to lose their salvation every time they sin every time they think of something they shouldn't they're going to burn in hell that's, that's ludicrous god knows that we are sinners that's why jesus is our advocate and talks to god on our behalf he knows we're going to sin he knows we're going to mess up he is god he understands that he takes that in consideration and we 
ask for forgiveness and if we ask for in, in all sincerity and humility, we he is faithful just to forgive us those sins. He's not up there with a big giant eraser waiting to take your name out of the Lance Big Alive every time you mess up. That's insane. Uh, and if you heard me use this illustration, my dad's used this illustration. And as a father, if my kids mess up, I don't say, well, you're not my kid anymore. I'm going to open the door and boot you out. Have fun in the world. I'd be insane. What kind of father would that be? But our Heavenly Father, if we who are, are, are you know, earthly can give good things to get, how much good things to our children, how much more... And can the Heavenly Father love us and give to us? So uh, out of his love and mercy, he understands just like any child that breaks something or mess up. Of course, we're not going to throw a two-year-old out on the street or a 16-year-old out on the street. At least I hope he wouldn't. And uh, you forgive them and uh, you uh, try to redirect them in the right direction. Well, that's what God does. He loves us. He forgives us and tries to get us on the right path. But remember that we are indeed sanctified, my friends, that we are set apart. We, we have holiness. It's not that we are uh, putting on errors and think we're better than everybody else, but we have been instilled with God's spirit. And we need to make sure that we are demonstrating that uh, in, in thought, word, deed, action, that we are truly seen uh, by those around us, that there is something different. Why, what is it about them that are different? What is it about them that they can endure things that uh, would most people would crumble, that they have they, you know, there's something out there that 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 they see in you that I, I want what they have. You know, they, they're drawn to that, and that is Christ in you, friends. We've got to be separate from the world. We can't be sitting there playing footsies with sin. We can't be sitting there playing footsies with the world. And uh, it is it is amazing uh, to me that uh, those that um, uh, out there who uh, want to justify alternative lifestyle choices. Uh, that are saved. You know, we're not to hate these individuals. Never said that. You know, in fact, I've had uh, here not that long ago, this woman said, well, you're not supposed to hate. I thought, what? We're not saying you're supposed to hate anybody. I never said that to, to, to a soul. Uh, but we don't condone it. But we try to invite them to church. We try to show them Jesus. If you have a son or a daughter who is struggling with their sexuality, you don't, again, cast them out into the street. You show them love, but you try to get them help and try to help them to understand that this is what the, even though the world may say it's okay, that this is natural, God's word says this is wrong. We got to fight that inclination. And uh, so, well, you know, the world will say, well, this is natural. You can't fight it. Well, it may be natural for a man to lust after a woman. It may be natural for a man to look at pornography. But guess what? It isn't right. It isn't glorifying to God. And so we have to fight that. No, it may seem natural uh, if it's not in accordance with what God's word is telling us. If it is, it is lust and if it's sin, we have to fight against that. And we have to try hard to, to have that mind of Christ Jesus. So there may be things out there that, uh, that just like the Apostle Paul said, you know, there are things out there that uh, may be lawful for me, but they may not be good for me. They may not be the right thing for me. Of course, I'm paraphrasing big time. Uh, but uh, you get my point. Just because you can don't mean you should. We got to always make sure we have that mind of Christ and we're striving to do what is right in God's eyes, not what is pleasing in man's eyes. And if we have to forfeit, forfeit a little bit of comfort for the promises of the glory of God, then that's what we have to do. And uh, the world will tell you one thing, God's word is going to tell another because the world is in contrast with what God's word is telling us. So let's make sure that we are set apart and we are 
demonstrating that love of Christ Jesus and that we are showing the light that we're showing remember Jesus was the you know he is the light of the world and that light exposes that darkness and that's why we're hated but let that light shine you know like that, that children's song I don't hide that light under a bushel you know let it shine let it shine we are light in the world and friends let that shine let that come through show that kindness show that respect show that love showing Jesus showing others the way to him and that's what we want to do we want to draw people to Christ, not to repulse them away from him. And so, my friends, uh, let us make sure that we speak uh, the truth in love and that we demonstrate that, whether it's in comments on social media, face-to-face, -face, uh, you know, let's make sure we have that Christ-like attitude that we're showing and demonstrating that we are truly sanctified. All right. Uh, Miss Anita Tester said, please keep my son in prayers. Uh, you and God know the need. Yes, ma'am, Miss Tester, we will definitely uh, be praying. So with that said, let us go for the Lord in prayer. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, well, thank you again for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, help us to serve you in a mighty way. Help us, Lord Jesus, to uh, glorify you in, in any way and every way possible. Let us demonstrate that we have been sanctified and that we are truly set apart and we can show and demonstrate holiness, not because of something we conjure on our own, but that we have your spirit that dwells within us uh, that will show uh, that holiness and that light that dwells within us. And Lord, let us always stand apart from the world. And Lord, let your uh, let us always be a witness for you. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us, keep us safe and well. And Lord, I just want to lift up uh, our nation right now. It's in such uh, turmoil. And Lord, I pray peace. Uh, upon this land and that you'll touch the hearts and minds like never before and let your police officers know they are loved they are needed they are appreciated and protection about them and their families and lord be with anita and uh, lord i know her heart is heavy and be with her son and lord help him and strengthen him and guide him and uh, give her peace as well Lord, I also want to lift up our other sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, Troy and Linda Feathers and David and Roger Winters. And uh, Lord, I pray to be with Josh Hall and bring uh, healing upon him. And uh, Lord, I pray to be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. Lord, uh, just pray to be with our president. Give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these difficult days. And uh, Lord, prediction about him and his family. Let our election outcome be a good one. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Put on me, me hat. And uh, I hope you all have a good day and a fantabulous day. And as always, I, I hope you all don't get bored uh, with me doing this. But if you want to share these uh, devotions on social media, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 if, And or if your friends or family don't do social media, they can always tune in live, just like you're here on social media, on our website at flbconline.com. And or uh, after the devotion, I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. They can watch all the devotions on there as well. Uh, also, if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can listen to all the devotions, all the sermons as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a great day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.